With the Environment in Focus, I'm Tom Pelton. Linda Matee lives in a house built high up on risers on a slender peninsula called Swan Point that sticks out into the Chesapeake Bay east of Dundalk in Baltimore County. She does not need scientists to tell her floods are becoming more common. A neighbor in a kayak told her as he paddled right down the middle of her street on April 30th. She illustrates this with a cascade of dramatic flood photos on her iPhone. These are pictures where the water was so high that it covered the entire road and you couldn't even see where the edges of the road were. Even in the past five to seven years that we've been down here, we've noticed the coastal floods have been increasing. Where maybe it happened once or twice a year, maybe this year it's been about three or four times. A new study by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration concludes that flooding, driven by climate change and rising sea levels and higher tides, is accelerating at 75% of locations on the east and gulf coasts. Last year, 19 areas broke or tied previous records for flooding, including six in Maryland and Virginia, according to NOAA oceanographer William Sweet. Every year, high tide flooding seems to be breaking records. Annapolis had 18 days last year. It was an all-time record. Baltimore had 11 days. That was just one day off of its record that was set the year before. Uh, you know, 20 years ago, these locations would have experienced about two to three days of this flooding. But now, just a change of prevailing winds can raise the bay and pass the brim and flood into our streets. Research by the nonprofit First Street Foundation found that the flood risk of millions of homes and businesses across the U.S. is actually much higher than government estimates. This is because outdated floodplain maps drawn by the Federal Emergency Management Agency do not account for the increased intensity and volume of rainfall already falling because of climate change. FEMA maps often hide or downplay real flood risk, in part because of political pressure from real estate developers or owners who want to make money from flood-prone properties. This is according to Jeremy Porter, director of research at the First Street Foundation. Across the country, we found about 1.7 times or 70% more properties have flood risk in a one in a hundred year flood event than what the FEMA special flood hazard areas show. FEMA finds about 8.7 million properties at risk, and we find about 14.6 million properties at risk. In the Baltimore County community of Swan Point, for example, The First Street Foundation's online database shows that nearly every single home, including Linda Matisse, faces an extreme flood risk with a more than 99% chance of flooding. Many of these waterfront houses are already up on stilts, having been built or rebuilt after the community was devastated by Tropical Storm Isabel. In Ocean City, 85% of the 7,400 homes and businesses are already at risk of flooding, according to data from the First Street Foundation. This is expected to rise to 96% within 30 years as climate change continues. One solution would be to build more seawalls. But no rocks can stand long against the rising oceans. Mike Tidwell, director of the Chesapeake Climate Action Network, said the only long-term answer is to stop burning the fossil fuels that are the root cause of the flooding. It's ironic that the mayor of Ocean City and some of the members of the tourism boards there have been opposed to offshore wind farms, but it's the only way we're going to keep the ocean out of Ocean City is transitioning to clean energy. 
the environment in focus. I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the ABLE Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.